Welcome to the Rev Series Shares podcast for Sunday the 24th of September. It is our last Stewardship Sunday for the month and Hazel leads us through a reflection on the impact of generosity with a wee challenge for us all to try. Just how might you be more generous or generous in a different way? I do hope that you enjoy her reflection on the passages that Karen is going to read to us from Matthew and First Chronicles. And then, like I said, Hazel will lead us through a reflection on the topic. The first reading is from Matthew chapter 5, reading from verse 14. You are like light for the whole world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a bowl. Instead, it is put on the lampstand where it gives light for everyone in the house. In the same way, your light must shine before people so that they will see the good things you do and praise your Father in heaven. The second reading is from 1 Chronicles chapter 29, reading from verse 1. Gifts for building the temple. King David announced to the whole assembly, My son Solomon is the one whom God has chosen, but he is still young and lacks experience. The work to be done is tremendous, because this is not a palace for people, but a temple for the Lord God. I have made every effort to prepare materials for the temple. Gold, silver, bronze, iron, timber, precious stones and gems, stones for mosaics, and quantities of marble. Over and above all this that I have provided, I have given silver and gold from my personal property because of my love for God's temple. I have given 115 tonnes of the finest gold and 265 tonnes of pure silver for decorating the walls of the temple. And for all the objects which the skilled workers are going to make. Now, who else is willing to give a generous offering to the Lord? Then the heads of the clans, the officials of the tribes, the commanders of the army and the administrators of the royal property volunteered to give the following for the work of the temple. 190 tonnes of gold, 380 tonnes of silver 675 tonnes of bronze and 3,750 tonnes of iron. Those who had precious stones gave them to the temple treasury, which was administrated by Jehiel of the Levite clan of Gershon. The people had given willingly to the Lord and they were happy that so much had been given. King David was also extremely happy. Amen. Thank you very much, Karen, for reading both our readings today. This is our final week on stewardship, and today we'll look at the impact of using our time, talents, and our money, the impact of being joyfully generous. What difference does it make? What can God do when we do give them joyfully and generously? 
In our Old Testament reading, we see the impact of King David's giving. But to start, I thought I would share a more modern story. A young girl called Hattie arrived at a church in Philadelphia in America. One Sunday morning, she was met by a door steward telling her that the church was full and that there was just no room because the church was too small. Now that wasn't strictly true. The steward thought she wasn't well enough dressed. She wasn't there with a parent and so the steward turned her away. But fortunately, one of the pastors quickly went after her and led her into the Sunday school. The little girl, Hattie, was delighted. The impact of the pastor's loving kindness to her was great. And that night, she couldn't sleep for thinking about all the other children who had no place to worship because they too had been turned away because the church was too small. Sadly, two years later, that little girl died. Her parents asked the pastor to conduct the funeral service. And after the service, the parents came to thank him for his message. And they handed him a small parcel. A small parcel which the little girl had left for him. The pastor opened the package and inside he found a purse with 57 cents in it. There was a note that read, this is to help build the church a little bigger so more children can go to Sunday school. For two years, she had been saving up those 57 cents. The pastor took her offering and her story to the pulpit that Sunday. Her story was then retold and retold across pulpits and communities, in newspaper articles and all around. The news was shared about her generous giving. And well, what happened? Donations came in and very quickly, little Hattie's 57 cents became two and a half million dollars. 57 cents was all she had, but she offered it to the Lord for his work. And wow, what an impact. What an inspiration this little girl's giving was to others. To give. King David's example of giving impacted others too. The other clans, tribes, armies all gave they gave even more. They gave willingly and gave what they had. To begin with, when I read the passage, I thought, David's being a bit boastful, showing off what he's been given and how much he's got to give. And I was reminded that we're not to boast, to boast in our giving, to look for praise or reward. But then I thought also about our gospel reading today and how we are to shine a light to others, 
a light that draws others to God. And so perhaps in David's enthusiasm and commitment to the task in hand, he did shine a light on why he was doing it, to bring glory to God, to build God's temple, to praise God. In little Hattie's case, the church in Philadelphia now seats 3,500 people. Wow. Started from just 57 cents. A generous heart and God's grace. She shone a light, a tiny light which sparked an amazing response. David and Hattie joyfully gave and in doing so encouraged and inspired others to do likewise. Quite the impact. I wonder, are we inspired to joyfully give? Are we inspired to shine a light that draws others to the light of the world? That grows God's kingdom here on earth? Are we inspired? Times are tough for many just now. And stewardship isn't only about money. We've looked over the past weeks at the talents and time we offer, the volunteering of ourselves, the sharing of our skills. We too can get so much joy giving to others as well as receiving. I'm sure you know the sayings, giving is better than receiving. Also, time flies when you're having fun. So often, the joyful times are in simple pleasures of spending time with another, being the light in someone's darkness. Perhaps visiting someone who has lost a loved one. That shines a light in the dark. Making a pot of soup or a meal for someone who is ill that too shines a light in the dark. So now today I'm offering a challenge. I asked earlier, are we inspired? Has our Bible passage, has the story of Hattie inspired us? Are we being drawn to be light in the darkness? I thought for a moment we might like to pause to think of something that we can do. Now we don't have to be amazing at it. Just think of something that you can do. Perhaps you chose that you can make soup. You can knit, draw, babysit, read, sing, dance, teach, pray, walk, the list of things I'm sure you have come up with is endless. But it's okay to think about these things. The next stage is to do. So I'd like to also challenge us to write down what we thought of. Write down what our talent is and what we might do with that. Write on a piece of paper 
Perhaps if you said make soup, you'd like to volunteer to make a pot of soup for kettles on. Join the rota for that. Or if you're struggling, make a pot of soup for me. That's not one of my gifts. If you can knit maybe some hats for the homeless this winter. If you can read, put your name on the list of volunteer readers in church. Or even inquire about paired reading in schools. What if walking is your thing? Maybe you could offer to walk a neighbour's dog. If talking is your thing, then offering to phone round those who are housebound. There is something for each of us to do, no matter how small that task might seem. I wonder, I wonder how easy you found it to write down something that you can do. How easy do we find it to share our gifts? I wonder sometimes if we hide our skills, our talents. Do we hide them under a bushel, preventing the light of our gifts from shining? Are we scared what others might think? Do we worry what the commitment might be? Let's pause for a moment and give thanks for all the gifts that we have. Gifts of money, of skills, of time. Give thanks for the many blessings we have of friendships, of family. The little things, the big things. And as we close today, as we have committed to paper something that we will do with our gifting, may God use it and bless it to bring him all the glory, honour and praise. Amen. Thank you for listening and I look forward to joining with you again next week where we have a kind of different service focusing on prayer for our presbytery planning, for mission, for the wider work of the Church of Scotland. I mean, we haven't quite figured out what that's going to look like yet, but certainly we need all the prayer we can get. Please hold Moncrief in your prayers at this very challenging time and do check us out on all forms of social media. Just remember Moncrief is an EI. God bless and have a great week.